All right, I gotta record this now or else I'll never get it done. It's Thursday, August 12, 2021. I, uh, I was going to record again last night, but uh, we've had a shuffle of uh, people. And so I went out last night to uh, show a uh, colleague around the neighborhood uh, to uh, uh, show her where she could get certain things. She's gonna be moving in, in a couple months. So I'm telling her that's not a terrible investment to uh, move in to where we are basically. So. Uh, but yeah, and the few GNTs uh, followed suit. But uh, interesting things uh, that uh, some things are happening here that might not seem apparent uh, outside just yet. And the the Western media is always a little bit slow on picking these things up anyway. Of course, which is the same as like if you ever live in a different place, you it's never really immediately uh, known what's going on. But I was talking today uh, to uh, another uh, friend. Uh, and a former colleague who was sort of saying that things might not be good for foreigners in China for very long. I don't disagree with this, but at the same time, I mean, I, I've heard this before. This is always sort of a, a scare tactic that uh, pops up every now and then. And I'm not going to lie, especially as uh, the U.S. media and intelligence agencies, as far as they're concerned, I mean, it's to their benefit to scare people into reading and listening to this stuff. I'm not saying that this isn't happening, but yes, it does look like uh, China is moving more towards a China-centric model rather than like being a part of the uh, global supply chain as much as it was in the last 30 or 40 years. What does that mean for uh, living here in China? And, and the reason I, f I say this, and I mentioned before, that there are quite a few people leaving China now and there are not as many people coming back. Well, the reason why they're not coming back is because of all the COVID restrictions. And now we're seeing lockdowns and restrictions already next week. My uh, work trip uh, to Jinan has been canceled. Uh, and this was within a day of it being assigned to me. So uh, now is this going to keep on going on? What? Let's put it this way. How do you visualize the end of the coronavirus, the end of this pandemic, the virus that is gripping the world, variants and all. After we've gone through all of the uh, uh, Greek alphabet letters, uh, are they going to go through like Cyrillic letters after that? I don't know. I mean, what do you visualize being the end of this? And with that, I kind of go, okay, so if it's another six months, another year, uh, I mean, uh, and that's post Olympics already. You can give me all sorts of conspiracy uh, conspiracy theories as you like, but at the end of the day, it's like, I even still, I don't think I'd leave China just yet. I'm committed to learning the language at least a little bit better. Um, I do want to achieve a certain um, mastery, a little uh, ability in the language, so that I can work in it, uh, in that language, and same with Russian as well. Uh, so that has been sort of. When, when I hear these warnings about China this, China that, or the global system this, global system that, I kind of go, well, maybe. Um, we still have to live day to day. Uh, and unless you are literally in a war zone, uh, which I don't see, would it happen in a developed country, developed world? I don't know. Maybe it could. My question has always been, uh, or one of the curiosities I've had, is that whenever I hear these sorts of things like, I look through history and want to know about things. What were the newspaper headlines 
what were the little articles that came out? What were the indications in the mass media, the, the publicly available information? What were the indications that things weren't going well? And then like, when did they change? That's what I'd like to know. Uh, and how much time can you spend reading this stuff like that would take you away from doing more productive things? One of the topics that came up in uh, our conversation today was like the future of the ESL industry uh, because China has cracked down on its uh, private tutoring, uh, which but they were like these companies were charging lots of money and customers were buying these things and like only seeing incremental return on investment, return on value. So I, again, what, what it looks like China's cracking down on companies, bad, bad, bad. It's like, but, yeah, but there was a reason why they finally had to make that move. It was to help the people who were getting gouged uh, on these things. And so uh, is it bad now? So what is the future of the ESL industry? So then it goes into this, uh, we get into this conversation of like, oh, well, you know, teachers are going to be out of work and this and that. And I just think immediately, I'm like, well, wait a minute. It, if that's the case, then what are you doing to make yourself indispensable? The the first thing that comes to my mind is building a little chat bot. <laughs> like literally, building a website, having a, a business, still doing ESL stuff, but then having technology-enhanced help because that is what's available and that is what, that's where we're moving is this more uh, technologically ingrained world, but we're not gonna lose people, I mean, we're not going to stop dealing with people. We're not going to stop speaking or reading or any of that. There's still going to be need for creative, original content, but it's going to be assisted by the tools of the trade and the uh, uh, technology. So, I mean, I, I was trying to tell them, like, well, so build a chat bot. Learn how to code. Learn AI. Learn this. And he's like, wow, you can't. know it's a technology. Instead of saying all the things of why it can't be done, why don't we talk about how it can be done? This is what I've been sort of, uh, this conversation just ended, so this is why it's fresh in my mind. Uh, but th this is one of the reasons I'm looking at Python. That's one of the reasons I, uh, I am still con uh, continuing to study Chinese and Russian because I do find it fascinating uh, being able to look at uh, another language uh, as a foreigner and see just the ways that languages are produced. I mean, characters... Um, and then Cyrillic letters uh, that are kind of like Roman characters, but not, uh, which have different pronunciation uh, given their context. So things like that, uh, it's still sort of, I don't know, the ESL industry will change, but it will not die. Language learning is not going anywhere. We're still going to have languages that we have to learn. Uh, even with all the AI translated stuff, It's uh, there's going to be a long time where you're still going to want to talk to people in a way that they understand they can connect with. And that comes down to communication, not just translation. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, the challenge for the ESL teacher out there, all language teachers out there. One thing I'm trying to do over the next couple of days, today included, um, I'm actually surprised I'm so awake, uh, is because I was up early, six o'clock, finally out of bed by 6.10, and then I was on the bike by about 6.40. And so what I'm doing uh, today and tomorrow, since I'm uh, actually, I've got uh, work in, in, one of, in the university district for the next couple of days, I want to cycle there. I don't want to take a cab in the morning. I want to cycle to and from work. So that's, it, it took me an hour this morning and uh, an hour and 10 minutes on the way back. And I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow. I want to see, it's about, it's 13 miles, I think. So about 20 kilometers. 
I want to see, like, what's my breaking point for this cycling, basically, is what I'm, what I'm going at. I even bought uh, special cycling shorts, you know, the one that looks like you have a massive tampon shoved up your ass or something, um, or in between your legs. Uh, but yeah, so I bought one of those because I'm like, if I'm going to be doing this now more often, then I want to be sure I'm not, you know, busting my tailbone or bruising it, basically. So be a little bit more comfortable. Uh, but yeah, I got that, and I also got some new shades as well. Uh, so and those are those seem to be working really well. I've always found that, you know, all the uh, research that you can do about equipment that you need, it's like if you can buy something or if you can look at something and go, I need something like that right now. I can use that. Usually, you will never regret that purchase. That's, that's something I've noticed. I could use that, because uh, if you're thinking that, that means you probably could. It would make your life a lot easier. Not that you don't need it, or it's not that you absolutely need it, but it is that. If you had it, it would make your life that much easier. And you could probably be that much more productive. So that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, I've got the first two legs done. So uh, tomorrow morning will be leg number three. And then uh, Friday afternoon will be leg number four, which I got to be back by 5.30 for my Russian lesson. Unless, of course, I just post up at uh, you know midway point uh, or even I stay in that area and just do my Russian class online. It's not difficult. I, I just need the textbook, uh, which is uh, I can use access on my cell phone and then Skype because that's how we communicate. So that's my big challenge for the next couple of days. Uh, but uh, and so far it's going all right. Uh, I think it was 450 calories, 500 calories I burned, which is great uh, per way. So it's a thousand calories total with this. Uh, but uh, yeah, and I'm slowly trying to tweak my uh, calorie, my macro intake and stuff like that. So it's, this has been keeping me occupied and amused along with this uh, great conversation today wherein uh, I was uh, being told, you know, the end of the world is nigh. Be prepared. Well, we all, I don't know, how many times do you, can you hear that before? Like, okay, well, show me the end of the world, then I'll believe you sort of thing, right? Not that I would be so blatant just to laugh at it out loud too much, but honestly, we still got to work. We st life has continued on regardless of how many people have called for the end of the world uh, so many times. With that, I hope you guys are well. You made it to Thursday. Got one more day. That's the weekend. We're halfway through August. I uh, hope you have some summer plans. I know it's a bit quieter outside, fewer people around just in terms of uh, I guess the families are out of town, maybe even enjoying the getting away, uh, going to the beach or something, or doing some uh, road trips and stuff like that, which is great to see. Uh, even though, yes, the virus is back in China, and we're having lockdowns and travel restrictions and all that shit. So maybe they're not traveling, maybe they're just staying home. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, Thursday, hope you guys are well. Take care, uh, take it easy. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.